It is zero hour 30 Universal Time. And here is the news in Special English. Taliban militants in Afghanistan carried out a series of attacks Sunday in Kabul and in Nangahar, Paktia, and Logar provinces. Suicide bombings in the capital were followed by gun and rocket fire. The attacks targeted Parliament, NATO headquarters, and an area that includes the American, German, and British embassies. Afghan security forces reacted quickly and alone. The Interior Ministry said that 19 attackers were killed. It said 23 people were wounded, and at least three suspects were detained. An earlier report mistakenly said five civilians were killed. Officials in Pakistan say militants attacked a prison and freed more than 380 prisoners early Sunday morning. A Pakistani Taliban group has claimed responsibility. Pakistani officials say about 150 rebels, armed with guns and rocket-launched bombs, carried out a two-hour attack on a prison in Banu. The town is on the border of Pakistan's northwestern tribal areas. Officials say many of the escaped prisoners are considered dangerous. One prisoner was to be executed for trying to kill President Pervez Musharraf. United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon says he is concerned about the continuing violence in Syria. On Sunday, he urged the Syrian government to honor the recently agreed-to ceasefire. He said he was concerned about the shelling by government forces of rebel-held areas in the city of Homs. Activists there reported heavy machine-gun fire and shelling. The head of the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said at least three people had been killed. In Jordan, King Abdullah has ordered the release of 22 activists. The official Petra News Agency says he ordered the government Sunday to take all necessary steps to free the activists. The news agency says the decision follows a meeting between the king and tribal leaders from Tefila. Eight of the activists were tribal youths from the poor southern area. They were arrested almost seven weeks ago. The others were arrested at a sit-in protest in Amman as they demanded the release of the eight detainees. Israel has refused to permit hundreds of foreign activists to enter the country. The activists had planned to begin what they called a Welcome to Palestine campaign in the West Bank in support of Palestinians there. 
Israeli officials said they blocked many of the activists from flying to Israel. They said the activists were planning to slow or stop operations at an airport near Tel Aviv and had planned protests in the West Bank. Palestinian organizer Abdul Fattah Abu Surur said Israel is blocking a peace mission. Political parties in Guinea-Bissau met for a third day with the military leaders of last week's rebellion. The two sides are trying to end the political crisis that began when the military seized power last week. A spokesman for the political party said there will be a solution by Monday. A military delegation from the Economic Community of West African States is to arrive in Bissau Monday to help negotiate the crisis. A military spokesman for South Sudan says troops from Sudan briefly occupied Kuek, a border town in South Sudan. Colonel Philippe Aguerre said Sudanese forces were attempting to open new areas of conflict across the border in South Sudan. He also said his South Sudanese troops had prevented Sudan from recapturing Head Liege, an oil-rich border town they captured on Wednesday. The town is in an area claimed by Sudan. In Nigeria, the French oil company Total has closed a gas plant after the discovery of a natural gas leak in Rivers State. The company's website announced the leak on Thursday. Total says the natural gas leak may have begun weeks ago. The leak forced Total to remove those living near the gas field. The company is testing daily for possible water and air pollution from the leak. In a statement, Total said workers first saw a mix of water and gas bubbles on April 3rd. The company said there have been no injuries. More than 30 government leaders from across the Americas have ended a two-day meeting in Colombia. Some of them said they want President Obama to permit Cuba to be at the next summit of the Americas. Colombian President Juan Manuel Santos told the group there is no reason not to include Cuba in the meeting. Ecuadorian President Rafael Correa boycotted the meeting in protest of Cuba's not being permitted to attend. The United States says Cuba is not a democracy and that it violates human rights, so it should not be permitted at the meeting. Canada said it agreed with the United States. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez did not attend the summit of the Americas meeting. 
he was being treated for cancer in Cuba. Mr. Chavez left for Cuba late Saturday. The 57-year-old leader says he is doing well, but he says the radiation treatments he has been receiving in Cuba have affected his physical strength. Mr. Chavez has had two surgeries in Cuba for what is believed to be an aggressive cancer. More than 100 severe windstorms called tornadoes have been reported in the United States overnight. Officials in the central state of Oklahoma say one tornado killed at least five people in the northwestern part of the state. Homes were also damaged in parts of Iowa and Kansas. Hundreds of thousands of people do not have electric power. Weather experts say severe weather is possible from the southern states of Texas into Arkansas and north toward the Great Lakes near the Canadian border. And now, briefly, here again is the major news for this hour. Taliban fighters in Afghanistan carried out a series of attacks Sunday in Kabul and in Nangahar, Paktia, and Logar provinces. Israel has refused to permit hundreds of foreign activists to enter the country. And political parties in Guinea-Bissau met for a third day with the military leaders of last week's rebellion to try to end the country's political crisis. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.